Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. You're listening to The Thinker Girls. All the things you're thinking, but not saying. You're listening to Thinker Girl, the podcast, joined by the Thinker Girl, Stacey Jew. And Christy Mercer. Where we talk thoughts you're thinking, but not saying each and every week. Uh, so welcome, if you haven't listened to the show before. Yeah, you've got catching up to do. Yeah, a Get lot. on iTunes, peeps. A lot. We're still unsure if iTunes have every single one of our episodes now, too. Someone told me oh. it's only the top 50. Jesus, how many have we got? Over 50, girl. <laughs> We're over halfway. Half, half century. Let's have a champagne for that. In cricket world, that is fucking impressive. This is the cricket club. My dad used to play cricket, and when they came off the ground, it was like this. <laughs> a slow clap. No, that's a medium cut, and then a fast Yeah, and it one. starts because they come, they walk off with their bat, and they start. it starts getting quicker. Anyway, it's really pointless. <laughs> we have digressed. Yes. yes. Uh, we have a hot seat hottie join us uh, to chew the fat about thoughts you're thinking but not saying each and every week. Uh, one of our absolute favourites, a fellow radio chick. What is it? Is it 99929? 99, 9, 9, 9. Oh, come on. Oh, sorry. I knew. I just said I hate being the anchor fucking with all the facts. There's so much more pressure. Heidi, welcome to the show. Hello, girls. It's good to be back. And let me say, it's 92.9. Hey, Perth's breakfast show. Yeah, Thanks, she's, Christy's got it. Stacey, she might take your bloody job, mate. I've offered it to her. Trust I, don't, me. I don't bloody want she it. No I'm, one wants I'm, it. I'm not good on details. I'd rather just sit back and have, yeah. You're probably chill. better than me. <laughs> um, but Hyde's, uh, yeah. you know, I mean, people have heard you on that podcast before if they're fans of the show. Um, yeah. I've also probably heard you on Perth Radio Breakfast yeah. uh, on 92.9 and, of course, Big Brother. Yeah, I was on that last year, not on this year's season. Oh, my God, what about this year's season? Jesus. I was just about to say, can we do a quick wrap-up? Thoughts. Yeah. Out of, who's, out of, your, yeah. who's your favourite? Who do you hate? And who do you well, think will win? to be honest, I actually really, really liked Lawson at first. Mm. So did I. It was because he gave the check, wasn't it? He was a bit strategic. Yeah, no, it was him being a cheater, actually. I was like... You liked I that? No, no, I didn't like oh. that. Oh, sorry, what did we like at first? We liked yeah. it, when, yeah, when he, when he gave the check and we were like, wow, this guy, impressive. He's lost his mum yeah. and he pay, gives people money. Mm. And I just thought there was something charming about him and then the more I got to know him and then, you know, when he cheated on his girlfriend and all that kind of stuff, I just thought what a bit of a, a douchebag to do it in the public eye. I can understand that he had feelings for someone else. That's normal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way he went about it, I just thought he was a bit of a douche and... Um, yeah, but then I like really like Sky. I think she's very entertaining. I think she's probably the favourite to win. Yeah. But to be honest, I could never have lived with her. I would have killed herself. <laughs> she would oh do my, my head in. Nah, I'm not not a fan of hers. Yeah, I. I've dropped off. I'm not watching this. Yeah, much I, as I, was, I drop to off. Be honest. I drop to off. To be honest, come in and it's out. Not. Yeah, it's not nearly as. It's just, to me, they've lost the whole Big Brother kind of experience. I think when you play with it so early on, yeah. it kind of is engaging and then it's really short-lived. There was no arc. There's no story build for the entire season. It was like and, stories and mm. stories very quickly. So you kind of got a fix and then you're like, okay, that's Big Brother for this year and you were done. Yeah, and you couldn't make any connections with the people like yeah. I feel. 
because they were all competitors from the beginning. It became a game really early on rather than you being engaged. I didn't like the selection of people. I thought they were all hot and they were all young and they all were similar. I liked the Tinder element of it, like how that, you know, the beginning. You know how they were like, yeah, oh, they yeah. joined them up? The, the, the strategy, but I think you're yeah. right, Hides. I think strategy-wise it's taken away the personable kind of connection that you get with them. Like, because yeah, straight definitely. away that you showed, they showed strategic, like, strategy. Too far. And then the whole idea of Big Brother is to think that they're real people not wanting to win. Mm. Like yeah, that was... and to me, they just, none of them seem real. Like, they just seem like characters from a TV show or a sitcom. Yeah, it is a bit a, like And that. not a funny sitcom. Which is essentially, from behind the scenes, is what they're trying to Poor do. Ladies. But they've done it too open this year. Yeah. Okay, so if you haven't listened to our podcast before, we each bring a gem to the table uh, to chew the fat on. We have Philip, our moderator, who reigns us in to la- let us know, basically, that we've that he's had enough. And I'm sure you've probably had enough. So we don't just babble on. Hi, you've mm-hmm. met. She's met Philip. Yeah. 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 Way it's back. It's funny. Yeah. <laughs> He tells me to shut up all the time. Um, So let's do a bit of a contents, young mate. Uh, I want to talk about a shitty time in your life, and it seems that I'm right at that point now, I guess, you know, mid-20s-ish, where I'm going through and a lot of my mates and people I know are going through of the same age where you start to lose people in your life, Mm. where you start to lose grandparents, and it's just shit. Well, and in Mm. my point, it's it's parents. Yep, and parents. Yeah. Yeah. Heidi, what about you? Well, guys, um, I've talked about it before and I've written about it before on my show. I want to discuss with you girls about being a mean girl at school and um, an apology that I sent out to a girl who confronted me on my Instagram page that I bullied her at high school. Wow. wow, that's so full on. Was that okay? We'll get into that in a second. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about unlikable girls. I was probably Why'd one of you them? say that straight after <laughs> Heidi was just saying she was a That's bully? That's when I realised that. Oh. I realised what I said after I look, she I said that. I looked at you and Stacey just went wide-eyed and I goes, know, I'm like, well, that sounds really interesting. But, I mean, it wasn't <laughs> No, connection. it's unrelated, yeah. Yeah, totally Guys, unrelated. I thought you liked me. Yeah. <laughs> Can you go first? I'm intrigued. I want to know. Were you a bully? Well, I guess, like, um, for years I probably didn't really think I was. And then, um, yeah, it's only been in the last, probably, it was after Big Brother, actually, that a few things were drawn to my attention. I think being in the public eye, that a few people came out of the woodwork and they were like, hey, she was a bitch at school. Hey, she bullied me. Mm. And I think I believe, and I I don't like putting a big blanket over it, but I, I believe that a lot of people have been bullied and a lot of people that have been bullied have probably been bullies as well. Yeah. And for me, mine was, um, I guess, like I was hiding behind this big personality and I, yeah, I I was mean to people at school and like I still remember some of the things we used to do and it was on my Instagram that this girl actually said to me, I'll tell you what she wrote. So I put up a thing about um, body image and stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then she wrote... um, did you also hide behind being a bully too because of your body image issues? You were so horrible to go to school with. Oh, wow. And I, that gave me goosebumps. Yeah, just not same. the person I know at all. Yeah. Like you are, and that's, you know, and you know I actually what? have full on goosebumps yeah, look from at the, that. Look yeah. at the hairs on my arm. They're standing Pretty, It's up. powerful. Yeah. Well, like the thing is it, when I sat down and I reflected on my time at school and, it, and especially with this girl, like I was sorry. And, and that's why I'm so um, strong in the things that I, you know, charities that I work for, the people that I mentor, the ambassadors that I am to certain groups and stuff now, because I am very happy with the person that I am today. And 
I was just like any other schoolgirl. Like I went to an all-girls school in the 90s. Same. We were all bitches. Like pretty much all of us, you can imagine, in a courtyard were all mean. Like there was all girls in different groups. And you know what? Our group was probably the mean girls. Like mm. we never physically hurt anyone or anything like that. You know what I mean? That's not me at all. But there was name-calling. There was excluding. And, and if I knew what I was doing back then, and I'm sure you girls probably the same like I wouldn't ever do it you know what I mean because like if I knew how people were going to be affected in years to come like Mm. what I've seen what bullying does now like I've seen young girls and stuff and boys and I think oh my god that's what I did to someone Mm. I think it's really interesting also to point out that I went to a girls' school too mm. um, and can definitely say that I took part in a lot of things that would have made people feel bullied. Yes, yeah, I was yeah. bullied first. I'm not saying that is uh, an excuse, yeah. but I definitely know that I looked at it as a protection uh, thing for me. Mm. I remember being so timid. I changed really dramatically in year eight. Year yeah. Six, yeah, like that year was a year for me. Well, year yeah. seven, I was class captain and like it, all the girls still tease me about the time I put my hand up really straight and went, Aww. my name is Stacey June Lewis, like this ridiculous oh, straighty. Cute. I loved that. And then go, you know, mid-year, year eight, sitting on a desk refusing to get off and telling the teacher to go why, fuck herself. Why and did that change? Was it the people that you were around? Like, cause obviously- I think I just started to realise that when yeah. people tease that or, or saw that I was straight, then yeah. I, would, I was more of a target. So yeah. then I started to pretty quickly hang around with people that were not targets and yeah. that defended themselves. And then I just real, I just got a bit of dash and I was a bit angry, to be yeah. honest, as a kid. I had my parents think, divorced yeah, and yeah. I just was like, yeah, everyone can get fucked. I'm different and I hate it. I'm not happy at home, so everyone else is going to cop it's, it. It's pretty fucked when you do look back on what you did in, in school, in both primary school, but especially high school, that you just go, yeah. wow. Like, I remember me and one of my mates, I think there was two or three of us, and what we did, we used to wear, we went to like a, a like a Catholic all-girls school, so in winter we had to wear the ties. Pin, the tie pins. Oh, I had the tie. Oh, no, yeah. over like I had the full-on, it was like a full man's tie. It was like yeah. this dark green tie. It was the ugliest uniform you've we ever seen. We had one that looked like a Cross under our neck, so it was like a tie oh. pin, and then it went across, just like a little, not an undone bow tie. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was ours. Our colours were green, red, and brown. Can you think of any other ugly colour? Oh. I went to a school called Kilbreeder, and the boys' school used to call it Dog Breeder. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I remember with a couple of my girlfriends getting, taking off that tie, tying it around a couple of girls' eyes, tying it up at the back, and going, "Let's play a game of like." blind man's bluff or like hide and seek we'll like run away and then we'll blindfold you and then you've got to find your way around and then just leaving them there and then running away and thinking it was fucking hilarious I think the thing I was getting to as well was that I you know said I could definitely put my hand up and say I was but there are a couple of girlfriends and I reckon two of them are my best mates Mm. that would never have bullied anyone yeah, see. And I think those people are the people in these kinds of stories we should be focusing on. There mm. are chicks that I was I grew up with that were still in the cool group that didn't bully. They overall yeah. really didn't. And I think I think it can be done. I think that's the point because you you want to say everybody's done it and you want to put your hand up hides like you have, which I think is really admirable and amazing, mm. especially when everyone would have shot you down after Big Brother. Like it's like she's not actually that great. She did this to me and you know, it gets a bit highlighted and that's not necessarily a, who the person you are and B, the entire person you were. But I do think it is a good opportunity to talk about the girls 
that actually didn't do it and that, you know, that knew that there was a better road and a better way to treat people mm. and didn't use their insecurities at other people. And I think it's, I don't know if anybody from high school listened to this podcast. We've had a couple of girls that are maybe like 17, 18. And I just think it's important to know that you, there are, there are actually ways that you can, you can survive without being that. And I think that's like, it's funny because when I spoke about this on the radio, like there's this young girl who's being severely bullied right now and she called our radio show. Mm. And I've now met up with her and, and chatted to her about it and I'm kind of helping her through this, like this dark time in her life. Yeah. And for me, I'm just like, you know, be the better person. Like she doesn't want to go to school. Mm. She doesn't want to, you know, that's and nice. then... And, and for me, I'm just like, mate, just get in there and just show them what you've got. Like, show them that nothing they say or do will crush you because, like, you're the only one But do one you think can... do you think that's realistic? Do you think that's possible? And well, I'm, for, yeah. I'm, yeah. Yes, for people to go out and show them that it doesn't worry. Because, I mean, I guess for me, it's I would look at it at the other way and go, be okay with showing that you're weak. Is that possible at school or is that just in hindsight I would say that as an adult? But the thing is, like, she's being picked on because she is weak. Yeah, and, like, and that's exactly yeah. why I moved away yeah. from, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, don't sit there and try and be the cool person. Like, that's not what I'm saying to her at all. Mm. Is I'm just saying to her, just, like, if any wisdom that I can give you, having, you know, been, like, 12 years older than her or whatever I am, is that just brush them off. Like, just, it doesn't even matter what they say. Like, uh, and that's what I'm trying to get through to her. Like, mm. these people are probably pieces of shit and I can put my hand up and say, you know, I would have happily heard a mother say that about me if, you know, I was that bully to her. Yeah. But they're just pieces of shit and, like, you you don't need to worry about them in the big scheme of things and that's what I think, like, so many personalities come together at school and they expect us all to be friends and we're all such different personalities. We've spoken like, about this on the, on the podcast before. I think it was only a couple of weeks ago that how big a deal high school especially is. Like yeah, and how and much, and how big a deal how, it actually is. But yes, yeah. but how much focus, like not just when you're in high school, of course you feel like it's a be-all and end-all of everything and the cool people are always going to be the cool people and the people who maybe aren't so cool you know, by high school standards will always be that. But it's even just like uh, what you pointed out a couple of weeks back, Stace, when you said society places so much pressure on high school, not just the ENTER score or the ATAR score or whatever the fuck they call it now at the end, but, mm. you know. What do they call it now? A- ATAR? I think they call it an ATAR. In Victoria? Yeah. Oh, we call it the HSC. Oh, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, my brother's doing it. It's the ATAR. ATAR. A- it's not ENTER. Oh. Fuck yeah. a duck. I didn't even know. Jeez, Ata. You got that dark vest? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty close. He's close. He's a couple of minutes away. He's rumoured to be a homer, so relax. <laughs> Wouldn't be the first time that was that awkward situation happened either. Um, so, yeah, it, I, Ata, right. Didn't know that. Check. Learn, every, learn something every day. Heights, can I ask, with that particular, and this is with that chick, and that's kind of where oh. this thought process all came about and that, you know, that self-observation and looking back and going, Jesus, was I, did I bully some? What happened with you after that chick wrote that comment on Instagram? I mean, did you delete it or did no, you contact God, her? No. Did you contact no. her? Or? I actually wrote back to her mm. and I just said, um, oh, here, I'll bring up my Instagram and I'll tell you. Just before you wind yourself up there, Ducky. Um, <laughs> Calm your wrote, farm, Philly. <laughs> I just wrote back to her, thanks for your feedback. I believe everyone went through their own issues at school and there were times that, yep, I was a bully. 
And maybe I hid behind my body image issues. Maybe I followed the crowd. Maybe I was just being horrible. I can't change that now and that sucks. But what I can be is be the best person that I am today. Sorry that you feel that way, mate, and I hope you're well. Mm-hmm. Like, what else do you say? Well, you can't say anything. Yeah. And I think the thing that you said before as well is just talking about the kind of people bullies are. I suppose all three of us could say that we fell under that under that hat. At some and point. I suppose I the important it. thing is to remember that as much as yet the time that, you know, we were all acting like a piece of shit, it's just also teaches you if you are being bullied. And it's a very, it's a big thing to ask of a teenager, especially that's kind of either being bashed or being, you know, doesn't want to leave bed. But it does teach you the opportunity to also see that everybody has their demons, you know, like bullying isn't about anyone being confident. It's actually the exact opposite. Mm. And so I think it's, I don't know, it's an interesting way to view the world. I didn't get there until probably my mid-20s and it still challenges you that even when people rub you up the wrong way or things that you don't want, they're all coming from their own shit, Mm. you know. Some place of insecurity. Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, That was my big thing is that, like, I'm sorry for being that person and I should have been the better person and because I was being bullied, not put that on someone else, but I did and I can't take that back. No. What I can do is spread a message and, like, you know, what what us girls are doing now and hopefully, you know, things can change because of us talking about it or other people and, you know, it'll just... People will recall it in future and be like, you know what? I'm not going to go down that road of being a bully. Mm. Like, mm. just because this chick's picking on me or this bloke's picking on me, you know? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting one. I might jump into mine because it kind of stems off yeah, the back it of it. But it is, uh, there's an interesting, I don't know if it's a group of girls and it it's, might sound a bit judgy. So pick me up on this, guys, because I'm not sure where I stand, but I'll just talk really honestly from my perspective and then we'll see how we go. Mm. But there seems to be a type of girl or a group of chicks, not as a group collectively, but in my life, where I find a specific type of girl really quite unlikable. Mm -hmm. And it's generally, I don't know, there's like this kind of nasty, unapproachable, um, it's maybe even to some degree a tomboy quality that I suppose I just don't click with at all. Are you talking about those chicks that go, I'm a girl, but I don't like girls. I only get along with boys. Kind of. I yeah. mean, there's a, there's a lot of characteristics, I mm. guess, that fall, fall within yeah. this. But I suppose it's funny because it's not like I go to bed thinking about it or I really, you know, bat my eyelids, but I don't know. But do you, you can't find do you a think, connection with them. Yeah. And mm. do you think that, and I always say that, you know, if, if anyone can talk chicks and can do chicks, I can, yeah. you know, it's one of those things. But at the same time, do you think this group of chicks in my head that I find unlikable is the same everybody else does? Or do you think everybody has their own? Everyone definitely has their own. What do you mean their own? Their own that they can't relate to? There would be girls that you wouldn't like. Yeah. Yeah. No matter, we're all human. We all have our own things. But I wasn't sure, because obviously you and I, Christy, have really similar friendships in terms of we're quite passionate about them. We value them a lot. We both went to school. We still have high school. So we've got similar types of social groups, I suppose. Mm. Um, And... I don't know. I would wonder whether that would mean we would find the same chick kind of unlikable. Oh, I see what you mean. No, I'm I'm with Hides. I reckon everybody's different because everybody, yeah. everybody's personality is different. I think that you and I might, you, yeah, you're right, because we've got similar values, yeah. perhaps would 
not so much get along with the same type so let of me, person. Let me set the scene for both of you, right? So we're at a party. Uh, it's like a work thing, for example. Work always brings out everybody's actual personalities and everyone's quick to judge at work. No one, yes. If it's like a friend of a friend, you yeah. try and be nicer. But at work, everyone's like, no, fuck you. You're nice. Fuck you. So you go to a room and there's a girl there. Close your eyes and think about it. And if you're listening to Play Along... Uh, there's a girl there and you've had a conversation with her. You've Someone's introduced you and you don't like her. Describe the girl. Heidi, you go. Oh, see, no, my, I can't describe them as an individual or like, you know <gasps> right. what I mean? Right. So you've got me, a group. No, not even that. Like I feel as if there's just some people that you just don't click with and it probably does come down to like maybe your values, maybe your morals, maybe who you've hung out with at school and then like, you know, growing into, for me, like my 20s now going into my 30s, there's just some people in my life that I just don't care for anymore or have a connection to. What is that to you got, though? But we've got nothing in common and it, it might but what, be. Yeah, but yeah. To, to dissect that, what would that be? Because as much as it might not be one particular type of person, I know for me one of the common traits would be that people, and it might not even be chicks to be honest, mm. but people with no depth. Like yes, if people exactly. don't have like yes. a story or can kind yes. of contr- not, like not even that. It's like you can't. They're... Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well-lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. They're those people that you sit down and it's like trying to get blood out of a stone. Like Mm. you've got to make all the effort. And I think I wrote about this ages ago and you girls asked me to come on your podcast and talk about it actually, but I was so busy with work and it's about how like when you get into your 30s, you don't connect so much with certain people and your group gets really, really Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And for me, yeah, it's definitely, I agree with you, Stace. Like it's definitely people that you can't get anything out of. They don't have any depth and they don't ask you any questions and it's like they expect you to do all the work. I've got a couple uh, of those, very similar, and I'm trying to think of that particular, not even girl, but just person. person. Yeah, yeah. And it's the self-talker up. Like, we're all, we're all good talkers. That's what Ooh, our job yeah. is. That's what <laughs> we get paid to do. So I could, we could all stand there and talk to a brick wall if we mm-hmm. had to do About it. About ourselves. Know? Yeah, but this is the thing. And this is, and I think it's my mum, because my mum's not very good at conversation. She says, how do you know what to say to people? And I go, my fallback is always ask them. them about them. People fucking love telling you about themselves. And if they've got kids for me, I'm oh. like, bingo. Because if you can't get much, you've got to go, so your son, tell me what he oh, does. No oh, well, thanks. my son, he plays the trombone and yeah. rah, rah, rah. That's number one for me. People that are self-talkers and that you could stand there, ask them question after question after question 
about themselves and that's the whole the whole convo before they ask. And then that's it. They don't yeah, ask that's you. It. Is that, that what you mean? Yeah. yeah, they don't return the favour because, you But know, you know what those people are? Bored. Yeah. No one asks them questions about themselves so they don't do anything. <laughs> yeah, and that you show a bit of interest and it's fake interest at that. But still, you would think that you would have a little bit of personal skill to then turn around and go, oh, so. See, I still think this girl, or I should probably change it to person, shouldn't I? I think yeah, it's I person. Think person. Yeah, but I think this mm. person, I guess we kind of judge more chicks. Like straight away, it's like a guy, okay, you win some, you lose some. I don't have that many guy friends or straight guy friends anyway. Um, and so, <laughs> I. but I mean, I suppose... Yeah, I, I think there are a group of people and I do think they go with the same some of the same personality traits. I've got to disagree that they're like individual. I think that they they kind of fit in this pack to me. It's probably not a good thing that I put everybody on like I put a label pretty quickly where I'm like, You're fucking batshit boring. You're mm. beige. You might be dressed in colour, but you're still beige to me, man. I love the analogy. That was powerful. <laughs> it was only powerful she's, because no one spoke at the she's, end. She's got her it's hands like, it's on like her anything. Hips. Don't speak after I say this. That button is pink. Uh, Christy, you meant to shut up. Sorry, I couldn't. She's doing hand actions. Do you know what else? I, do you know what else I don't like? If we're if we're gonna focus on chicks, well, it is. We we're not. I don't know, but no, but we, you were before. Okay, okay, you said okay, the girl. Okay. I, I especially find this with girls. The look that. How do I call it? The the looker upper and downer. Oh, <gasps> yeah, that you oh, go. Hi, nice, to, nice to meet you. Does the look up, the fucking look down, and it's the judgment. It's like, oh, oh you're... I know someone that Ooh. we like. I know someone that yes. we will have seen today that does that. Yes, like actually <laughs> stands there and from the toenail. To the, top to the top of your of, skull. To the point where you go to the toilet and you look in the mirror to go, have I got something on my face? Or I've said that to this person before. It happened maybe five years ago and I went, oh, my God. And I looked it down at my top and I was like, oh, and and nothing, just yeah. blank stare because yeah. I don't even think they realise they're doing it. No. Nah. Yeah, well, my friend, I went to high school with one, she's one of my best mates. She was at high school and she used to do it all the time and we would be like, Linda, stop being so <laughs> Her name is not fucking Linda, is it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, it is Linda. Oh, it is. Yeah. But oh, she wouldn't care. She, like, you know. We it just sounds like a real mum's name. Like, yeah, I didn't imagine you to have a friend called Linda. <laughs> yeah. Linny, it's um, actually one of my bestie's mum's name. I just can't I see why. It is a bit of an old school name. So yeah. I'm, I guess I'm used to that with her now. But uh-huh. she didn't even know she did it. And she was like, Oh my God, did I do it again? And we're like, yes, you've And that's what I mean. Does it come from a place where they're a little bit self-conscious or maybe... Yeah. Yeah. She's very, um, she's a kind of girl, She you girls would actually fall off your chair if you met her. Like, she's complete opposite to me. She's very stylish. She doesn't swear. She's not a bogan, you know, like she cares about her look. And I get and I get that. Like you think of the spring racing carnival that was, you know, uh, quite recent. And you go to the races and you see every other girl check every other girl out. Mm. And I, I'm guilty of it because I appreciate it. You walk around and you look these girls up and down. You look at their fascinator and how much is their hair and the nails and the shoes. And you look at the whole ensemble. I sometimes feel like girls dress for girls. Oh, yeah. Yeah, as if guys... Oh. I, I'm not. I might be generalising here, but I know, I know that 
I get a lot more attention from girls looking at your outfit than you probably would a bloke. Like yeah, because I dress, in terms I wear of things that it. guys wouldn't like. Yeah, same here. I'm like fluffy feathers and fucking big. Do you know how much guys <laughs> hate bright lips? I love them. Or, but yeah, because it's exactly. like a style. But Zane's like, told me he hates it. Yeah, too. and Tommy, my yeah. co-host, is like, oh, fucking don't do the red thing. I love Zach. it. And I'm I like, love it. shut up, mate. I don't do it for you. Yeah. Especially, I don't do it for you. So that's what I mean. Maybe it's like not a, a hating on, I'm looking you up and down, but it's like a, I'm checking you out, appreciating it, and they don't realise well, how it comes across. Yeah, that's what I'm all about. I'm all about checking chicks out to appreciate. And, and I just think, oh, God, you put so much effort into that, mm. and I don't. So I'm all about, like, judging the girls that put all the effort into it. <laughs> yeah, right. Just like old mate Linny over there. Yeah, Linny. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Linda. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, all right. I want to talk about um, a pretty shitty time in everybody's life where I'm like, I'm in, in my mid twenties now. So I've lost a grandparent and a lot of people close to me are, are starting to lose grandparents. And, and my nanny is really, really sick at the moment. She's, um, they've put her like on palliative care. So she, Uh... yeah, it's really sad. Um, so yeah, she's at, she's at that point now where you, where she can't, talk really um she can't walk like she's in a wheelchair she had a fall yeah. and she's broken her hip and dementia like she's she like her spirit's gone like she's she's um not like when you go there you're like it's nanny but it's not it's not her it's not really she, her. it's like yeah it's like she <clears throat> her body's there but yeah. her soul's not it's hard yeah. and it's hard when you i don't know like it sounds like a, and i've experienced this with a loved one where you you don't want them to go, but then they've kind of already gone, mm. and it, it and it is that because people sometimes just think, and I I'm guilty of this. I used to think dementia that was just like you'd lose your memory, mm. and ah. and it's so not what it is. Like it affects so much to the point where your entire personality changes. Mm. And I didn't think something like that was possible. But my nanny was the most private, would never say bad word about anybody, well-spoken, um, and, and and to kind of see that change is just well, is she not confronting. Like that now? What, well, now, like now? now she's, I don't know, not really, it doesn't really say much, can't really, she can't really thought, have a conversation. But before that point, maybe a couple yeah. of months ago, before she, you know, got even worse to the point that she is now, um, you know, just like saying things like, oh, you look stupid or that fat girl over there. Like mm. saying things where I just she go. no filter. Jesus. Like she's obviously always thought these things. And like things, a lobotomy, like completely But changed. to hear yeah. her, um, you know, after knowing her your entire life being something else and being so different, so vastly different, is really uh. confronting. And, and I guess uh, there's a couple of my mates um, at the moment, um, one has just had a grandparent go into, you know, like a care mm-hmm. um, facility. I've had another who's just um, had a had a stroke. And it's just that shitty fucking age where we seem to all, a couple of us seem to all be going through that at, at once. And, and I spoke to one of my mates about it and I just said, there's nothing I can say. Like, of course, you know, I'm really sorry, sorry about that. And but at the same time, it's like, how do you, like, where are you even at? How it do you becomes, even? I think it becomes, well, you start to go, this is life. And I know mm. when people uh. say that when in the past, especially when you were younger, you were like, oh, I don't get that. That's kind of feels like just a, a full stop at something. Mm. But it actually really is, I don't know, it starts to have a lot of meaning when there's this other chapter that you've never seen before and 
it isn't always great and there is actually nothing you can do about it mm. and there's nothing you can say to make that period easier. Yeah, yeah. For me, it's there was a, a big shift in in deaths and they were parents. Yeah. My best my best mate's mum, my auntie, uh, you know, all within another mate's dad, you know, all within a couple of years, and mm. and you start to go, and you're with you're with these people, and you're watching them lose a, a parent, and it is like wow, this is like like this yeah. is a new part of life, and that's what I said to Zane, my boyfriend. I go, Jesus, like it feels like everybody is kind of going through that, and he's lost grandparents and it's stuff. age, yeah. yeah. And I said that. Yeah. Imagine when we get to that point because it seems like we're of a similar age and. And our parents are losing their mum and dad now. Mm. And I know how hard it is to lose um, a grandparent. I just, I, I was just saying to Zane, I go, imagine where we're, and I'm not saying you get to an age where it's like, all right, prepare for that. But imagine when we're around that age, age-wise. And it's not, it's not your nanny lying there, you know, you know, on a bed like that. Like I walked, I actually walked in the other day. I thought she was dead. Like yeah, she, she, she had her mouth open. She's so thin. They're not mm. forcing her to eat anymore. Mm. And I just thought it's one thing to see your nanny, who I was very close with and I love, but I just go, imagine seeing your mum. And, and that's where my mum's at. I don't think shit like this. I had this conversation in my head this afternoon. I was like, and I don't know why. That's weird. I, I yeah. thought exactly the same thing. And I thought, I don't know what I'd do if my mum or dad died any day around now. Like, I don't actually know what I would do. Like, I've drove past a little old lady, that's right, and I saw this little old lady and I thought, oh, I wonder, I don't know if you guys do this, but I always see people and I think, oh, I wonder what life they had and I put a life to them and um, very strange. <laughs> but and I looked at her and I was like, oh, you know, she's probably lost a lot of people in her life and rah, rah. like all this shit I was thinking and that's so weird that you're talking about it today because I think like we do, we take it for granted like when we're younger and stuff and because we, we're just not surrounded by people that are dying and Chrissy, my grandma is really sick too, and she mm. broke her hip at the start of the year. It's always the bloody hip, and then there. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard to get better. But from I tell you there. what, it's really interesting mm. that you guys speak about that. I suppose that, and I know not to take this away, how old's your nanny? Mine's 95. Yeah. So she's My, had a bloody good inning. Yeah. Not to take anything away from it being hard to lose them at that age. But I guess. Like a couple of the ones that I've seen are now, and I'm mm. 30, you know, mm. a, a couple of the stories that I'm referring to are like in my late 20s. And when you start to see it happen when it isn't a part of the plan, when it's not the time where you're all going through mm. it at the same time, or the opposite is that it has happened like that, but earlier, like not to the point where you've got your kids and they've seen their grandchildren to the point where they haven't even seen their kids get married. Mm. And when you have a few of those happen, I think it shifts you even more and mm. you go, it isn't actually going to work where we all do it together. Mm. It is going mm. to work however the fuck it's supposed to. And that's the scariest thing. But I think in another way, it's also liberating that it won't happen chapter by chapter, that it can happen to anyone at any point and it's not just an age thing. But it's like you know? what you said before, Heidi, when you go, oh, my God, imagine if I was to lose one of my parents, my mum or dad oh. now, I'm so not ready for that. Are you, are you ever? No, and You're that's kind of what I mean. Yeah. Like, nah. I don't think it goes to a chapter nah. where you get to that time where maybe you're all in your 60s and your parents are in their 90s or something nah, that you all kind of go, well, this is this part of life. I don't think it actually ever happens like that. I think but you I just think are I never would, ready. Yeah, but I think I would 
I would be so much more okay if I'd known, you know, I'd got married, I'd had grandchildren, of course, yeah. parents, and you know what I mean? That I'd, that I'd at least had a good innings with my parents as well. And that's, I, mean? I think, like, the trap and the ter- like the awful thing about losing a parent young. My mum lost her mum at 17. My mum yeah. lost hers at 14. Wow. And her brother was eight. That actually says a lot about our mums because mm. we often, they seem pretty different, but then we also have mm. pretty similar stuff with them. It changes your life and it changes the way you parent and it, it just actually really represents a mm. lot when you lose a parent. It's, it's full on. But I think the point is that, and set without sounding super cliche about the whole thing, because death does do funny things, is that you don't know at any mm. time, whether it's an age thing or whether it's a generation thing, with anyone, you know, mm. I guess it's fucking depressing. I don't mean to put it on that like that, but I know, isn't it? It's a horrible. But I think at the same time, it is <laughs> it is liberating in that it's just you you don't know with anyone, so you don't want to yeah. focus too much on your parents or your you know those kinds of people because you, for all you know, it, it's just you don't know when anyone's story is up. Mm. Well, exactly. And like, it's funny, like with my grandma, she's 95 and she says the worst thing about getting old is she's got no one left, you know, like none of her brothers oh, or sisters, oh, none of her so parents, none of like, so she's like, I'm so lonely. And you know, it's oh. me, my brother and mum and dad that she's got That left. got me all a of, bit. Yeah. All of her friends have died as well. And I'm just like, that. See, I wouldn't scary. want it. I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want a life of any, that. But there's never any good way. Like Zane's mum, Leanne, always says, you know, and I always say this about Nanny because she's, well, was before she broke her hip, physically 100%. Like she was mm. with it. But mind-wise, there was nothing there. It's terrifying. And then yeah. she goes, but what's the opposite? Do you have, do you have, um you know, your, your mind there, but then how frustrating that your body is not matching, you know what I mean? And mm. that's just, you know, there's no good way. Do you leave early in, uh, you know, no. and, or do you, you know, kind of taper out and have this real painful, dragged out, hard experience oh. like this? No, but that's what my nanny's going know, through. Like she's just lingering and her, her, my poppy died when she was like 40. That's mm. what yeah, I say so to she- her. Oh, God, Poppy Allen's up there waiting. Like, he's been very patient with you. Like, he's been waiting a bloody long time up there, she had, you know? she had things to do. Yeah, she had lots of, well, maybe she's still got stuff to do. Maybe mm. that's why she's still here. I don't know. But there's never any good way. Like, there's never any, yeah. No. And I think what we've also established, even just by having this discussion, is it probably doesn't come in realms. Like, it, it, it is at any point. Mm. And, I, and like you said, Christy, I don't think it ever becomes the part of life that nah. you'll be ready for, you know? Nah. It's one of those things. I just, I just hope that one day we all die together. That oh, <laughs> I know. Like, like when you, when I meet the man of my dreams, I'm going to be holding his hand <gasps> and like we're out. The no, like yes. on the notebook, yeah. you know? Yeah. <gasps> when they come in and they're together in the hospital bed, oh, it makes God. me, it gets me every speaking, time. Speaking I need to go to bed. Best of me. Have oh. you heard of it? Yeah, I've heard of it. I want to I stay away to... from that. Is it what's that? Is that with Tina Fey? Um, who the hell's with Tina Fey? With the one Jane Fonda and Tina Fey? That's not the oh, one. No, no. No, no, no. Oh no, no, Um, who's it got in it? Oh, this real sexy guy. Oh yeah. Yeah, we like that. We like the sound it's of it. The same writer as the notebook, but oh. I'm talking like you'll ball your eyes out yes. like in the notebook. Do you like sound? It's like I'm, I'm reading Fault in Our Stars now. It just rips your heart I, out. Oh, yeah. no. You know what happened when I, I saw that? That was not I love a good, a good day. Cry. 
Get oh. in there, girl. I wasn't. That I, was too soon I for you. I thought you were not it was ready. a good cry, but no, nah. I saw that and went, oh, well, give it a go. And I was fucking ripped apart like I've never been ripped apart. It was, Aww. that was not I'm good. reading the book and, and we were, I was reading it while I was on holidays and in Newcastle and um, roll your eyes. And Zane was like, what is, I was like manic on the beach. I was like, <laughs> oh, and then, and then I go, <laughs> and then I'm laughing because it's like so tragic, but, but it's raw, isn't but it? It's raw, mm-hmm. But there's funniness and you just go, life's fucked up. That yeah. something so awful yet you could, you know, they were still making light of oh, it. You've in, got in to find books. humor in everything. Yeah. I really, I had this conversation with someone the other day coming out of a movie and it was about cheating and it really triggered some things for this person. And I was kind of like, is, do you think that there'll ever be a point where you'll laugh, you know, like in this and, and they were like, I don't know. I don't think so. And they were like, do you like, do you laugh at things that have hurt you? And I'm like, that's the aim. I get to that point and I try and get the laugh out of everything because otherwise it controls you. Like it absolutely controls you. Whew, deep stuff, guys. Yeah. Oh God! Just we gonna do a bit of a <laughs> just gonna do a bit of a back bend there and just really shake Woo. that off. It's Friday night for us. I've never got to crawl out of the hole we've created for ourselves. Fuck a duck! Hey, if you were listening, it's not generally that heavy. No. <laughs> but, but it's good. It's good to get it yeah. off your chest, Christy. Oh my so, God! Like, so true. Good, tr- good chat, mate. It's so yeah. true. Hey, Hyde, thanks so much for joining us. You're off to meet the Madden Brothers now, aren't you? It's exciting. I know. And then have Katie you met them before? Oh, Katie oh Mary. my God! Are you meeting her? Oh my is this God. this is no, the part? I'm just going to her concert. Oh damn! Oh. We thought that you might have got her because you were you <laughs> the were party to... thing. The part. Oh my Perry God! Party. The party that Katy Perry um, can't ignore. We put on this massive party and she didn't turn up. Oh, what but a we made, we made enough noise that her management and all that heard about it, and we got a message off her um, about five minutes left when she could be there, and it was just the fact that she she has to sleep in on days of her concert and. She thanks you all for, you know, putting all this stuff on. So wow. everyone still loves <laughs> Everyone still loves her. Talk to the hand, Kenny. Because <laughs> I face out on the sand. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you at your yeah. concert from five rows back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. High five, sis. <laughs> Hi, Katie. What a mole. Oh, no. No, I can't <laughs> No, we can't. No, we no. Can't. and we love her. No, we do. Clearly. I mean, look, people can't even get me in for a meeting at 3 o'clock. If I'm out of the studio, <laughs> I'm out. Sorry, guys, I'm clocked <laughs> off. So I get it. She's touring. <laughs> She's not a mole. <laughs> yeah, no. Nah, God love you guys. Well, thanks for having me. Thanks, and, mate. Um, and what's your Twitter handle, Instagram? Can you give it to us all if people want to find you? Real Heidi. Okay, awesome. I used to be fake Heidi, but when I came out of the Big Brother house, they told me that I shouldn't have that. Because then people will think I'm a fake. Why was it fake, Heidi? Can I ask? She just had that. It was just everyone, that. Everyone always is real. Yeah. And so I wanted to be the fake one. Yeah, righty-o. Jojo Geo. Okay, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> if you want to listen to any of our other podcasts, just head to iTunes or you can get us and stream online and use your works data yes, <laughs> at au and follow us um, on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the, the thinker, thinker girls, girls. <laughs> yeah okay right, till next time bye. See you bye. 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 bye were you eavesdropping on this conversation follow the thinker girls at facebook.com forward slash thinker girls or thinker girl tv on twitter tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. 
Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.